0: Good morning. Welcome to the morning after show. Grant Cohn, Ryan Hensley. Usually we do this show the morning after a 49ers game. They didn't play yesterday, as you guys know. So Trey Lance was trending all day yesterday on Twitter. Not because he did anything. Because Justin Fields was so good in a loss yesterday. And a lot of Niner fans were kind of wringing their hands, thinking, ugh, drafted the wrong quarterback. Justin Fields was there. Um, What do you think, Ryan? Did the 49ers draft the wrong quarterback?
1: Uh, for me personally, my feelings are no, no. I, I like Trey Lance. I've seen enough from him. I know the, a lot of people may not have seen a lot from him based on 102 passing attempts. But from what I've seen, he seems 102, 102 passing attempts, and and you know, and people are making judgments wow. based off 102 passing attempts. And yeah. uh, I've seen really some amazing things from him, like his deep his deep passes, his accuracy, mm. deep, his arm strength. You know, what we've seen from him personality-wise, how he's a leader, how he works hard, how he studies, um, just the kid he is, how he's holding himself accountable, Um, all these things, there's really nothing uh, that makes me down on Trey Lance. Um, So what I did was I kind of looked at the first 102 attempts. Since Trey Lance is kind of the, the subject, I looked at his first 102 attempts, and I compared it with the other guys in the draft class, like Zach Wilson, Justin Fields, Mac Jones, and Trevor Lawrence. Uh, I didn't break it down specifically for 102 passing attempts. I looked at it uh, like full games because it would take too long to break it down. Sorry,
0: there was a spider just dropping down right next to me. Sorry, I freaked you the hell out. All right, my bad. That ruined the show. I'm sorry, keep going. I was listening. I was paying attention. You see me? I was like, what the <laughs> damn? Anyway, it was just chilling like coming down. I
1: was like, wow, this is my office. All right. He's dead terrible, now. Man. He, he died. I'm sorry. Spider Man.
0: Yeah, right, rest in peace. Sorry. Okay, let's keep going.
1: Uh, so, look, I, I basically just looked at the same amount of passing attempts for all the quarterbacks in that 21, uh, 2021 draft class, uh, compared the numbers. I used full games for everybody because I didn't want to break it down individually. At 102 passes, it would take forever, and I have a life. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> when looking at those numbers – I'm
0: proud to say.
1: <laughs> Me too. Yeah. When, when looking at those numbers, I was surprised. I, I wasn't. I didn't expect to see the results which was that Trey Lance is better at all of them in yards per attempt by a lot, mm. by like 1.6 yards per attempt. Uh, he has a, more touchdowns than everybody, but Trevor Lawrence, him and Trevor Lawrence both have five. Mm-hmm. He has less interceptions than all five of them, um, except Mac Jones and him both have three. He has more yards than all of them, and he has a better rating than all of them. If you're just looking at that roughly hundred passing attempts, So this isn't me saying that, oh, Trey Lance is going to be Joe Montana. Uh, This is me just saying it's way too early to write any of these guys off, specifically Trey Lance when he's only had 102 passing attempts and better numbers than all of them in those 102 attempts.
0: Right. Like I could see Niner fans watching Justin Fields yesterday and saying, damn, man, this guy's really good. We yeah. should have taken him because, and maybe they should have. I don't even know the answer. I think the answer to this question is we don't know if the Niners took the wrong quarterback. What we, what we see with Justin Fields, and not just him, Zach Wilson, Trevor Lawrence, Mac Jones, is they seem to improve. They seem to be improving. Mac Jones less. I think he pretty much hit his ceiling coming out of college. Yeah. But Fields, Wilson, Lawrence, all seem to be doing better than they did last year. And my question, I mean, that's all you need to know. And so my question is, what would, what would Trey Lance look like right now if he had stayed healthy? I'm not blaming the Niners, although I already have, but th- the fact is he got hurt. And that's why everyone's wondering if they took the wrong quarterback. If he'd been playing, I think he'd be improving along with the other guys. And what sucks is you look at someone like Fields, he's not done improving. I think what we're seeing from these young quarterbacks is it takes them maybe three years to get to reach their peak, maybe sometimes longer. But I know Mahomes did it quicker. But Josh Allen, three years. J- Jalen Hurts, three years. This is year three. Did anyone think he was going to be an MVP candidate coming into the season? No. no. He was a good quarterback who was like, you know, not guaranteed to keep the job forever. And now he's an MVP candidate. So could Justin Fields be that good next year? Absolutely. Uh, could Trey Lance be that good if he got three years of, of starting experience? I think absolutely. But what's so what, discouraging about the Trey Lance thing is that. This year feels like a total waste. You could sell me last year on being like, oh, you know, he developed on the bench, got a few starts. Okay, what did he do this year? I don't know. So when is he going to ever reach his peak, and can he on this team? At least Justin Fields gets a play in Chicago. And, sorry, what's key about that was when it was time to get Justin Fields, they didn't keep Mitch Trubisky on the team as the backup, like, just in case. Yeah. Oh man, Mitch! Mitch won with us. We went to the playoffs with Mitch. Maybe we should get him back on the field. No, he's gone. Yeah. So I just think the Bears did a better job of developing their quarterback than the Niners have so far.
1: I mean, same thing with the Patriots and Mac Jones, right? They got rid of Cam Newton, made he's Mac Jones crazy. the guy. So there's no questions on, with the team or in the media or anything. And it same Mac with Mac the Jones, Jets. Yeah. The
0: Jets they got rid of Sam Darnold. The the Jags they got rid of who who was the quarterback Minshew.
1: Yes. Yeah. Right. You're,
0: you're gone. Yeah. Goodbye no team keeps the quarterback who just got replaced why would you do that i mean it's so any any person that doesn't even know football, football could be like oh that might be tricky in the locker room for the team yeah. oh really dual allegiances doesn't sound great yeah. um and so, it doesn't send a great message to your young quarterback that you have trust in him
1: and confidence yeah and something else i found interesting in this is mac jones uh he had the highest percentage and you know the lowest interceptions even though his ratio was still much worse than Trey Lance, but Mac Jones to me seems to be, like you said, he, he came out of college already at, at the highest, he had the highest floor and in the, in the lowest ceiling. And I think that's what a lot of people wanted to draft Mac Jones for. So he can come right here on the 49ers and he's already at his, yeah his peak and it, it, he's basically, you know, could take over. He, even though to me, he's, he's essentially Jimmy Garoppolo. I don't, I never wanted uh, Mac Jones, but what you see with Mac Jones is he's kind of tapered off. He's falling off. Uh, yeah. And, well, They've seen enough in what you Now see. the
0: league's catching up to him, and he, he doesn't really have a counter because he's not an athlete.
1: Yeah, he's nothing special.
0: He's not, nothing special. He's no. a de, he's a decent pocket quarterback with a decent arm.
1: Correct, yeah. And he, he has the lowest athleticism out of all five of these quarterbacks. He's none. Yeah, So, and then what you see with Justin Fields is out of these numbers, he's had the worst start. It took him five games to get 115 attempts, and his numbers are the worst on here. Uh, yeah. But now what you're seeing over, what is it, 25 games, he is actually uh, trending. He's like the most popular quarterback out of all five of these amongst NFL fans. And people are calling for Justin Fields to take over. Um, but, you know, some things you need to consider is Trey Lance is the youngest out of all of these mm-hmm. quarterbacks. He has the least experience, which some people use that as a knock against him. But to me, that's shows you that because he's the least experienced, he's going to benefit the most from when he does get that experience. Um, so I'm definitely not out on Trey Lance. I think he has... The, there's no reason for anyone to be out on trail. That's not the other thing you hear is, Oh, he's injury prone, which I don't really uh, agree with. I mean, if you f- make a pass and you hit your finger on a helmet, your finger's going to break. I mean, it doesn't make you injury prone. If, if you get tackled by a linebacker and you roll your ankle, your ankle's going to break. When I think of injury prone, I think of somebody that has like a nagging consistent injury, um, or like a, a non-contact injury, uh, something that's persistent. Um that's what I think of when I think of injury prone. I don't think of injury prone when you get, you know, hit your finger on a helmet, you know, if any of us were to hit our fingers on a helmet hard enough it would break, you know. So
0: yeah, what I'm basically I think the takeaway here is you
1: can't draw any
0: conclusions. You'd be you'd be a fool to draw conclusions this early to say that Justin Fields was the right quarterback for the Niners at 3 because he had the best game yesterday in a loss. Like yeah. no, I mean, let's see where these guys are next year. Because maybe Zach Wilson is the one who's an MVP candidate next year, or Mac Jones, or Trey Lance, and not Justin Fields. Because Justin Fields clearly is the best athlete of the quarterbacks in that draft, yeah. no question. Yeah. Um, but he's still developing as a passer. I mean, he's still throw like, completing less than sixty percent of his throws and throwing for like one hundred and fifty yards a game. So he's improving, but we still have to see. What well, I, I, to answer the question, I don't think the Niners drafted the wrong quarterback. Let, let me, like, actually. Uh, put myself out on a limb here I still think they took the right guy and even though Justin Fields looks like a tremendous athlete and an improving quarterback uh he has a lot to prove as a passer and he runs into so many sacks for every time that he busts out of the pocket for a long game there's other times where he just runs in circles and gets sacked and um he's a playmaker he's a definite playmaker but is he going to become a legit quarterback um maybe he absolutely might but I feel like Trey Lance already has that mentality. He's yeah. not just trying to, like, run around. He's really trying to keep his eyes downfield and throw. Justin Fields, like, spins out of the back of the pocket. Trey Lance steps up. So is 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 Justin Fields a better zone read runner than Trey Lance? Absolutely. No question about it. Is he a better scrambler than Lance? Yes. Does that mean he's going to be a better quarterback two, three years down the line? I don't necessarily know that. Or I, right. I would bet on – I'd like to say I'd bet on Lance – but this injury really put a whole monkey wrench in the whole process. And it's too bad. Yeah, you could blame the Niners. But it happened. It's football. Yeah. And it set him back. So I don't know. The best thing about Justin Fields is that he hasn't gotten hurt. Because it's not like they really did anything. They gave him Dante Pettis. No offense to Dante. And Darnell I think they, And whoever uh, Armstrong is, according to Colin Cowherd.
1: Not a lot. Yeah, Armstrong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that was interesting. Yeah, no, I, I think all of it is yet to be determined for all of these quarterbacks. It's still early. But especially on Trey Lance. He's only had 102 passing attempts. Most of these guys have played 25, 27, or 26 games already. Uh, so, you know, let's look at Trey Lance after 25 games and compare how he's doing with uh, Justin Fields right now. And uh, as a younger quarterback, as the most inexperienced quarterback, he's going to benefit the most from actually playing. Um, so hopefully he gets his chance. If
0: you're patient with a quarterback who's young but an athlete, if you're patient – and you're, and you develop a quarterback well, put him in good players around him. You can be rewarded. Look at the Bills. Look at the yeah. Eagles. You know, if you're too scared to take that leap and, and be patient and give a guy a chance to become great, then you're going to be stuck with mediocrity at quarterback forever because mm-hmm. you're scared of the process. At a certain point, you got to embrace the process. And I feel like with the Niners, they're like, oh man, Trey had a rough. Uh, Training camp, preseason throwing the ball. Let's just run him between the tackles until we feel a little bit more comfortable and confident about what he's doing in practice throwing the ball. Man, that's so not the way to to develop a quarterback. It's really not. So it's too bad. I feel like if Trey Lance had been, you know, in Chicago or, or Philly, he'd
1: be so more advanced than where he is now. You know, I watched the the initial press conference on Saturday – from uh John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan when Jed York announced them as coach and GM for the 49ers and one thing Kyle Shanahan promised to do was learn from his mistakes mm-hmm. so I'm hoping that that's the key uh, that that happens next year with Trey Lance um and that he doesn't run he, Trey I mean if you wanted to run I think you posted on Twitter if you wanted a running quarterback he should have got Justin Fields um Trey Lance is not that guy he's athletic he mm-hmm. can uh, scramble, and that's the best right. thing about his athleticism. But he's got to use him like a quarterback, and not make him try. You know, don't try to turn him into Justin Fields because if that's he's what not. you were looking for, you got the wrong guy.
0: Because Justin Fields looks like he runs a four-four. Trey doesn't run a four-four. He lo- he looks like he runs a four-six, maybe a four-five-nine. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. I mean, Josh Allen runs a 4-7. So he's fast enough to be a run, a running threat. But Justin Fields was the guy in the spread offense at Ohio State running the zone read for multiple years. Yeah. Trey Lance was under center running play action, scrambling in the occasional quarterback draw. I thought that's why the Niners wanted him, because yeah. he was under center. And all of a sudden you get him in the game and he's in the shotgun running zone reads and counter bash and quarterback power. It's like, yeah. whoa, whoa, man, if that's what you wanted to do, then mm-hmm. Justin Fields had, like, experience doing that. One of the reasons Colin Kaepernick was so good at running his own read is he did it for, like, five years in college. Mm-hmm. He did it a long time. And yeah, it man. does take develop- – you're reading something. You're not just running. And as yeah. you saw with Trey Lance, he, he didn't read that play particularly well. When mm-hmm. they first tried to install it his rookie year, he kept fumbling the ball. That was in training camp. And then this year, could, I mean, he consistently made the wrong read. Which yeah. is like, you know, comes with experience. So I, that's why I didn't understand. Okay, so you're not going to let him pass. You're going to make him do this. Well, he's not good at this either. Yeah. Maybe you should develop him passing because that's
1: important. That's what you yeah, need. You said the key word to me, which is threat. Like Trey Lance could be a running threat, yeah. but not a runner. Like you don't have to run him constantly to make him a threat. You know, the occasional run, uh, right? You and this just, team
0: was the number one running th- offense in the league without a quarterback who could contribute to it. So why do you all of a sudden need to lean on your quarterback who's averaging four yards a carry?
1: Yes. It exactly. doesn't make any sense. Yeah, the it play action and the rollout should should be where Trey Lance lives, uh, in my opinion, and he, he would do amazing. Uh, play oh, action, yeah. leg that that's where yeah. he needs to be. Uh, that's his bread and butter, right?
0: Glass half full, guy says. In my honest opinion, no matter what happens this season, I'm moving off Jimmy and going with Lance because the Niners need to see what they have. That's just me. Yeah, but if they don't win the Super Bowl this year and Kyle gets to come back as a non Super Bowl winning head coach in year seven, which he probably will, there's just even more pressure on him to win, which even puts. Lance in an even tougher spot. That's the way it is. It's too bad. Yeah. Hold on, one more. Uh, Trey Niner says we should have drafted <laughs> traded for Gino. Who saw that coming? I think quarterbacks just need to be in the right system with the right coach. I think we're kind of seeing that teams, there's so much turnover, there's so much demand to be good right away that, you know, if you get a coach like Pete Carroll who's not under the gun and he actually has time to develop a quarterback, I mean, you can do it. You can still do it. And you don't have to constantly you know, draft a guy, play him at 22, and be like, be great right now. Oh, you're not
1: great? Oh, you suck. Yeah. Rout. The the Geno Smith reminds me uh, a lot of Trey Lance. Geno Smith would have been an amazing backup for Trey Lance. Had they traded Jimmy in 2021 and got Geno Smith, they would be in a great spot right now.
0: Uh, Moon, man, we're going to come back to this question because it's one of our topics. So hold on. We're going to get back to our topics now. We're going to go a little bit quicker because the Niners have practice in less than two hours. And I live in Oakland, not Santa Clara, but I'll be there. All right. Um, let's reorder the 2020 the 20 – let's reorder the 2021 quarterback draft. People said it was the greatest draft since 1983. Uh, that's to be determined. I guess we'll find out in the next few years. But now we've seen a lot of – four these quarterbacks. Would you change the order of this draft in terms of where the quarterbacks went?
1: I think I would. I think I would. I mean, I know it's it's still early. It's that, you know – the jury's still out on all these quarterbacks, honestly, um, except for maybe Mac Jones. I feel like I know who Mac Jones is at this point. Um, the other guys still have a lot to prove. Uh, if I was draft redrafting again, I would draft Justin Fields, one, Trey Lance, two, Trevor Lawrence, three, Zach Wilson, four, and Mac Jones, fifth. I'm talking about order of, of how they're drafted. Say it on. one more
0: time. Say it one for for the people in the back.
1: So Justin Fields will be my first okay. uh, quarterback coming off the board, followed by Trey Lance, uh, followed followed by Trevor Lawrence, mm. Zach Wilson, and Mac Jones would still be the last quarterback off the board for me. Okay,
0: why would you why would you drop Trevor? Why why would you just explain your, your 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 ranking? Why you put
1: people where they did? Well, again, this could be wrong because we haven't seen enough of Trey Lance. Trey Lance could end up being better or worse. All these guys are still yet to be determined. I think Mac Jones is the bottom, so we can throw him on the bottom because he's the least athletic. We know what he is, and we've seen his seems like we've seen his best already. Um, mm-hmm. came into this to the NFL kind of at his ceiling. Um, so that remains Justin Fields, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, and Trevor Lawrence. To me, Justin Fields has shown that he's improving. Uh, as a as a passer and his athleticism is through the roof so to me he would be my number one uh, pick Um, it's not based on these 102 numbers if we were just based off these 102 numbers that wouldn't be the case but for me at this point seeing what I've seen I'm going with Justin Fields first first quarterback um, to be picked then it would be Trey Lance just based on what I've seen out of the 102 attempts um, I think he has a highest ceiling out of the remaining quarterbacks I think uh, Trevor Lawrence will be third just because he's um, I think he's solid in, in pretty much every area. Uh, but nothing is like mind blowing to me yet with Trevor Lawrence uh, and then Zach Wilson, although he's looking really good <clears throat> as well. He had uh, the, he's the worst as far as touchdown to interception ratio out of all of them. Uh, and he seems to be very inconsistent. Yeah. So that, that's why I have them ranked in that order.
0: Yeah, very interesting. I'm not sure that I'm ready to change the order. I mean, I, I feel again I, we just talked about why it's a little early uh, to cha- to draw conclusions about these guys. But Trevor Lawrence seems like I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was an MVP candidate next year. Mm-hmm. Same with Justin Fields. Same with Zach Wilson. I mean, Zach Wilson, his numbers aren't great, but he's five and one this year. He's yeah. like finding ways to win, which is important for a young guy because young quarterbacks can. All, like frequently find ways to lose, especially yep. on a team like that where the margin isn't that great. Um, I, I just don't like Mac Jones. I, I mean, no. nothing against Mac Jones. I just feel like there's no upside there. And that's how I always felt about him. And what he's doing now is what he's just... I, I felt like... I'm not surprised that he had the most early success, but I felt like he was going to have the most success early on, kind of like Jimmy, and then <laughs> never improve. And then yep. the league would, would have a book on him, and he would sl- sort of slowly taper off. And that would be Mac Jones' career. Uh, where he'd be, you know, constantly almost getting replaced by the backup quarterback. These four guys could all be really good, um, yeah. and I, I'm not, I don't see anything like Trey Lance. You can maybe drop him down because he hasn't played in two years, but still, like, I don't know. I guess the question with Lance is, knowing that he had his second year totally wiped out, does that mm-hmm. change your opinion on his ability to reach his ceiling? He's still really young. Yeah. He's still really young, so not necessarily. I
1: don't yeah, know. I, I mean,
0: do you think the Jets are, regr- are regretting drafting uh, Zach Wilson?
1: No, Maybe. no. So let me clarify. The order is just – those are basically my order of who I like. No, I think like. it's – no, yeah. it's
0: a very interesting topic. I'm just curious. I'm curious. Do you think Robert Sala – because I'm sure Robert Sala and the Jets don't know, and so part of them is like, mm, I wonder. Yeah. Justin feels good over there, but –
1: I think they're looking at Justin Fields kind of like, we might. (laughs) I think that's possible, but I don't think they're down on Zach Wilson. I think he's shown enough. He's a little inconsistent, and we don't really know what we're going to get from Zach Wilson when it's all said and done. Uh, But I think he's also shown enough good things to where you're not down on him completely. But Justin Fields is intriguing.
0: The thing about like Wilson, the three guys that went above Justin Fields, Mm -hmm. uh, they all seem to have the potential to be quarterbacks. I'm not trying to put down Justin Fields. Mm-hmm. But to me, like he's a playmaker and he abandons your play frequently. I, I compare him to Russell Wilson. Russell mm-hmm. Wilson had a very illustrious career, won a Super Bowl, went to a lot of Pro Bowls. Um, but was he a good quarterback? I don't know, he was a playmaker. He, yeah. You gave him a run game, you gave him a defense, I mean, he would miss so many reads throughout the game. He couldn't really see over the middle of the field. Not a great passer, but he would make three or four plays a game with his arm, with his legs. That in you know conjunction with the rest of the team was enough for him to win a lot of games. And Justin Fields can be that kind of quarterback. But if you want to let him cook, or you put, or he gets a little bit older and he loses a step, that, yeah. I think that's what it's going to be like with Justin Fields. Where whereas Zach Wilson might be the and Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wil, uh, and Trey Lance may be the kind of quarterbacks that you know are
1: you know, dicing you up
0: with their arms into their thirties. That's the way I look at
1: it. I think that's a good point. And I think it also depends on what kind of quarterback you like, like what's your favorite style. Like a lot of guys are like Lamar Jackson is is a super talented guy. Um, But me personally, if I'm building a franchise, I'm not building it around Lamar Jackson because his style to me does not, um, it doesn't bode well for longevity and, and durability. In my opinion, even though he's never, he doesn't really seem to be injured. Uh, I just, yeah, don't, if you like, had a
0: choice of another top 10 quarterback, I'm with you on that. But right. if you don't have a top 10 quarterback, oh, he might great. be the best option for you. Yeah. You know what no, I'm saying? Yeah. 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 He's he's amazing. But like, you know, he's kind of shown his ceiling to me.
1: Yeah. And you know, I, I think just, he has you know, it, it, to a point you made with Justin Fields, Lamar Jackson, those types of quarterbacks. At some point, that athleticism is going to go away. And then mm-hmm. hopefully they can transition into be more of a pocket passer. I mean, you saw with Mike Vick, I think he did a decent job of adjusting when. Some of his yeah. athletes. Is also, incredibly- Lamar
0: Jackson is way better than, than Justin Fields as a thrower in my yeah, game, yeah, too. Yeah. Like he, yeah. he he is statistically
1: a better thrower than them. And he wins. Yeah, but no, he definitely you know. does. I but for me, I, I think like Kyle Shanahan, if, if he could pick from any of these five quarterbacks right now, he's probably going like Trevor Lawrence. Like th- that seems like the kind of quarterback he would want, right? So someone who Lawrence looked great him. yesterday. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so, I mean, this is all, you know, up to us and individually and what we like as a quarterback. But I really think, you know, Justin Fields could be really good, but I honestly think Trey, Trey Lance can. If you're looking at how he started, uh, if you take away his injury and you give Trey Lance all last year and all this year, I think uh, people would be very impressed with him. Um, and But I also think it's fair to consider. I know people throw it out, so we got to throw it out. Trey Lance started on a better team uh, than these other quarterbacks, so those numbers are going to be skewed a little bit because of that. So all right, let's get off trade Lance for
0: now since he's not on the team this year. Unfortunately, let's talk about Jimmy Garoppolo, the starting quarterback. Yeah, uh, two weeks ago, it felt like he was having his worst season ever. I thought statistically QBR having his worst season ever. Then the Rams come through and do what the Rams do best, which is make the Niners yeah. feel phenomenal about themselves. He had a great game, one of his best games ever. And now his numbers look better. Uh, we've had two weeks to just groove on how great that performance was. And now my question is big picture. Is he a better quarterback now than he was in the past?
1: So his his touchdown to interception ratio is better than it's uh, ever been. If he if he trends this way and finishes the season this way, his touchdown to interception ratio will be better than it's ever been, which is a good sign for Jimmy. But it makes me like ask the question why and what does that mean? And it can only mean a couple of things in my opinion. Uh, he's either going to – Um, have some really bad games coming up. So those statistics Mm -hmm. even out or Jimmy's improved. um, So this is the question. Is he better now? Or is Kyle Shanahan using Jimmy better than he's used him in the past? Um, And I think what you're seeing, what, in my opinion, what's going to happen is I think he's going to have some bad games coming up. I'd be surprised if he doesn't. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think Kyle Shanahan is using Jimmy better than he has In the past, you see it with some deep shots, which opens up the field a little bit more, I think, for Jimmy, even though he's not great at it. It's good to see him take those shots. Uh, But then most of his passes are a lot of screen passes towards the outside versus the slants through the middle. And a lot of his interceptions come from linebackers when he's throwing those crosses and those slants across the middle. Uh, I think that's a big reason why you see the interceptions have come down with Jimmy this year is because of the way Kyle's using him. Hitting those outside screen passes and things like that.
0: Yeah, um, I, I'll say Jimmy has improved when he has a good playoff game. To yeah. me, he hasn't even done that yet. I've seen him have nice stretches in the in the regular season. He had a nice game against the Rams. Uh, some people felt he played well against the um, the Falcons, but he did throw a pick in that game. He would have thrown a pick against the Rams if Jalen Ramsey could have hung on to it. That's the thing with Jimmy. Like we like, hey, look, his interception rate is down it's like yeah because last week they didn't they didn't catch the ball that he served up to him next week they might so I I mean I'm always hesitant to say that Jimmy's changed at all he's 31 now he's been in the system forever uh he still throws off his back foot he still doesn't throw the ball away um he he has great players around him so his numbers may fluctuate but he still has the same weaknesses and strengths and I'm still skeptical That's That a team with that kind of a quarterback can win a Super Bowl in 2022. Maybe you could do it in 2002 or 2007, but now with Patrick Mahomes in the league and all the rules that favor him, I don't know. I mean, we saw it a few weeks ago. I know Christian McCaffrey wasn't at, like, full – not strength, but he didn't know the full offense yet. But even if you could have given the ball to Christian McCaffrey 15 more times with that, it made a difference. I don't know. I don't know. And, I, I mean, again, I think the Niners know. They have a feeling. I think they feel like they can't do it either, which is why they traded all they did for Trey Lance, right? So, yeah, I mean, maybe Jimmy can prove us all wrong, and they can too, but frankly, team looks really inconsistent. Really inconsistent. Especially when they play a team they don't know that well out of their own division. So, let's see if they can fix that in the bye week because the Seahawks look great. Should we talk about them, like, now? Sure, let's do it. All right, so I was watching that Arizona Seahawks game uh, very closely yesterday. I thought it was... Interesting, and I kind of thought Arizona would win. Um, they lost by 10, so forget Arizona. I think the Niners should be able to handle Arizona this year. Seattle looks legit. They've mm-hmm. won four in a row by double digits. Their yeah. defense is good. Their offense is good. Their rookie running back is good. Their quarterback is good. Um, they have six oh. wins. Their coach is really good. Mm-hmm. Uh are the Niners better than the Seahawks? I think a lot of Niners
1: fans expect the Niners to win this division. What do you think? Uh, on paper, for sure, I think the Niners are still better. If, if Roster-wise, they have more talent on the team. Um, the quarterback may be a question. I think it's, it, it comes down to the same hesitations I have about the 49ers going far in the postseason, and those two hesitations are Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle Shanahan. Those are the two things that I have questions about the 49ers, and those are the things I wonder I mean so far Pete Carroll has shown that he's a better coach than Kyle Shanahan. I mean just he has Super Bowls. He beats the 49ers more than he loses. Um so Pete Carroll and the Seahawks they're playing from a great position which is nothing to lose. Everyone counted them out and they're exceeding the expectations this year. And now you're seeing the 49ers who have uh, not met, not lived up to, not played up to the expectations this year. So it's very two different, different vibe. People. It's a different it vibe. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah. a different vibe, and it you know it's a different you know the feeling when you're playing on one of those teams. It's different if you if you're a player. Those on a team, teams that
0: come out of nowhere that yeah. like still like they're they're you know they got a great record week ten to eleven and people are still like I don't know about this team. Those are the dangerous ones. That's 2011 Niners. Yeah, you know, uh, just saying like those are the teams that have they don't have trap games they don't have letdown games because they're constantly proving themselves and that's what makes them who they are in that season. Yeah, they're a new team. Yeah. They're the new, no one thinks they should be there. And so every freaking week they prove it. That's yeah. not the Niners. The Niners are inconsistent.
1: There's the Seahawks are scarier in that regard because, uh, like they're playing, they have nothing to lose, you know. Uh, whereas the 49ers, they are expected to be playing at a higher level than they are.
0: They win one game against the Rams and they're like, See, we're, we're the greatest team in the world. You're like, no, you just beat the Rams. Whereas the Seahawks have now won four in a row by double digits and still people aren't being like, Hey, That team could win the NFC. Like, they absolutely could win the NFC. Mm -hmm. It's wide open. And they don't seem to have any glaring weaknesses right now or more than any other team in the NFC. So, Yeah. yeah, the Niners might be better than the Seahawks, but they're definitely more inconsistent than the Seahawks, too. And if you look at the Seahawks' schedule, they still have to play Kansas City and the 49ers and the Jets. Three tough games. But they have two games left against the Rams, and they got the Panthers coming up. So, yeah. It's not a guarantee that the Niners are going to catch the Seahawks. And if they don't, that's because of uh, how they messed around in September and October.
1: Yeah. And I think, you know, the 49ers, it's about playing up to your potential. If they can, if Kyle can get these guys to play up to their max potential, then they're a better team than the Seahawks. Uh, The Seahawks so far, Pete Carroll's getting, having them playing above their potential, I think. And so that's the difference right now. They've lost three games.
0: One was to the Niners. Week two, Niners smoked them. Another mm-hmm. one was a close game. They lost by four, I want to say, to Atlanta. Hey, well, Atlanta beat the Niners. And yeah. then they lost by, I want to say, seven to the Saints. Well, we haven't seen what the Niners are going to do against the Saints. So it's hard to look at the Seahawks and write them off in any way. They look uh, as legit as any team not named the Eagles in the NFC. And this got to be a little discouraging from the Niners. They're, they're thinking Rams. Rams, Rams. That's their team. We got to beat. That's the team we got. We're gonna measure ourselves against. The Rams freaking suck. Yeah, they suck. Mm-hmm. Like they might be the worst team in they, them in Carolina. The worst yeah. in Tampa. So yeah, Seattle, good team, legit team. They handled Arizona. Arizona looked uh, like they knew. Well, I, in the second half, they just looked so. I don't know what the word is, but I don't think Kyle Santa's
1: excited about bringing his team up to Seattle, playing in Seattle against that team right now so now um, i think they're nervous about it but again i think 49ers are better on paper all the guys are coming back team starting to get healthy after this bye week um and so hopefully they can stay healthy and then play up to their potential if they play up to their potential they can beat any team in the uh in the nfl honestly they're really one of the most talented rosters in the league uh but that's the question can they play up to their potential because seattle is yes above their and th-
0: th- oh yeah and yeah. uh, if the Niners play up to their potential, that game in Seattle is going to be phenomenal. If yeah. they don't, they're going to get smoked. Yeah. I yeah, so well, can't gonna wait to see. see. Yeah. yeah. It is going to be a good game. Um, and we haven't been talking about the Chargers at all. We're not going to talk about the Chargers. I, was, I, had a, I had an eye on them, too. They're playing Atlanta, who just beat the Niners, mm-hmm. and the Chargers beat them. Close yeah. game. Chargers won. So... Uh, either the Chargers are going to beat the Niners or the Niners had, you know, 11 dudes hurt and that wasn't really who they are and now they're coming off a bye and this is who they are now. And I'm open-minded to that. So we'll see. Moonman says, what's good, Grant? Go, Grant. Oh, thank you. Do you think Debo will come in a little better shape? uh, Lose that pot belly. Also, do you think we will see uh, two starting with Ward? Oh, Verrett. We're going to talk about Verrett too. Hold on. He's predicted all of our topics. Debo. Will he ever be as good as he was last season? Last season I felt he was in I th- I thought he weighed like 215. He looked like his body fat was like 7 or 8%. He was 25. He hadn't gotten paid yet and he had a hunger that I hadn't seen from a football player in a very ever. Yeah. Do you think he'll ever recreate that?
1: No. No, I mean I, I I I'm not giving up on Debo and I think he has potential to uh come back even this season and have a great season. He's in a tremendous weapon. Um, but that season, man, that that that's going to be hard for him to match and definitely not be. I mean, that was an anomaly, one of the best seasons ever by a wide receiver and, you know, running back combo player. What he did last season was was you know amazing. Um, I don't think he's going to be able to match that. Now, that doesn't mean he won't be able to come back this year uh, and having a great year. He's not off to a great start by any means. And CMC being on the team is definitely going to take away from his reps. Mm. Um, so I don't see him coming back this year and having the same statistical numbers that he had, but if he can get in great shape, um, hopefully he, I mean, we're in week going into week nine. He should definitely be there by now. Um, I think it's still possible that we see some really good football from Debo Samuel this year, but as far as matching last year, I don't think that's going to happen.
0: I think the Niners need to be real careful with Debo and skeptical here because he's very expensive and, um, I don't think he can match what he did last year. Let's look at his skill set. What makes Debo Samuel great, great, is he weighs 215. Well, really, really, more like 220-something now. But he's supposed to weigh 215, and he has the stop-start ability of a guy who weighs like 185. Yeah. I, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I, I haven't seen someone running backs built like that who can catch the ball on a screen and explode upfield. I mean, I you can't do it. It's rare for a guy built like that, and then he just runs people over. The combination of that explosion, that stop start, and the ability to literally break tackles—not running around guys, but running through them—that's Debo. I mean, it ain't his hands, it ain't his route running, it yeah. ain't his 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 arm length or his size. Like those two things make Debo what he is. And once one of the or one or both of those things goes, it's gonna be bad for Debo. Like compare it to Kittle. He's very much stop-start, and he's the same, very much the same as as, uh, Debo, and we've seen it kind of erode. Well, at least he still can catch the ball and block. Yeah. Debo can't block. I mean, he's not a tight end, and can he catch the ball? I mean, 85% of the time, yeah. So I think the Niners need to be – I'm not saying he's, like, washed. I'm not saying that. But when it happens, it's going to happen fast, and you always want to trade a guy a year early than a year late. So, um, you know, he's got a groin injury now. How many of these are going to pile up before he doesn't have that explosion anymore? Before he doesn't have that quick stop start? You see with Bosa, he has a groin injury. It, it's not quite the same right away coming back off that. And with Kittle too this year. That's that that's an injury that takes away your explosion. So I'm a yeah. little concerned with, with Debo's longevity. Not and concerned with Ayuk's.
1: Like, no. And, and also think about like... Where are they ranked? And as far as, as far as running the ball, you got to have Christian McCaffrey and Elijah Mitchell ahead of Debo Samuel running the ball right now. If you're Kyle Shanahan, as far as targeting for receptions, you got to have Brandon Ayuk and George Kittle uh, above Debo Samuel right now. As far as reception, I mean, that's what the numbers show you. Whether Kyle agrees yeah. or not, that's what the numbers show.
0: I think the best way to di- distribute targets is completely like uh, egalitarian, like everyone gets the same. You know, four or yeah. five for Debo, four or five for Ayuk, four or five for Kittle, four or five for McCaffrey. I mean, that's 20 right there. You don't throw the ball that much. You yeah. know, f- look, four or five for, you know, miscellaneous, use, check, whoever the hell. But yeah. frankly, that's it. Debo doesn't deserve more targets than anyone else. Yeah. I think they're, what, what potentially makes this offense scary, if it is, is uh, that they have four, four weapons that yeah. they could go to in any situation, on any down. And you can't necessarily tilt your defense one way or another and be like, oh, well, they love Kittle here or they love Debo here. Like, nah, they got four guys, play straight up. And if Kyle calls games like that where he doesn't have tendencies and he actually distributes the ball around, it should be tough to to stop. They should be.
1: I think that's a key, key point that you made right there. If Kyle Shanahan could just use all these weapons evenly so that nobody – the defenses can't key up on one player, like it's not a whole Debo all game or Christian McCaffrey all game – it's spread out evenly that way we don't look like the rams attacking cooper cup over and over and over again to where they only have one weapon the 49ers have a ton of weapons so kyle needs to do a great job of spreading the ball around i'm glad you brought up cooper cup because it kind of feels
0: like kyle and sean McVeigh like copy each other and kyle's like oh, okay well you made a bunch of trades and you just you know gave the ball to cooper cup as much as possible and won a championship well i can do that i'll just That's give right. the ball to christian McCaffrey as much as, as possible and i'll win a champion too and everyone will call me a genius I kind of feel like that's where this is going. I hope he doesn't overuse Christian McCaffrey now that Debo's out, but you just never know. Hey, Kyle, reverse psychology here. Give the ball to Christian McCaffrey 30 times this week. I'm thinking 30 touches for Christian McCaffrey.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. I really hope that's not what happens. Especially, You know, we got to keep him healthy, especially for the postseason. They no, stop. Kyle,
0: 30 touches. Forget it, man. YOLO. There's no, there's no tomorrow. We don't even know if we're going to be alive next week. So, 30, 35. Yeah. Lucky Louise says, Grant, do you still dislike Metallica? I don't dislike Metallica. I mean, Enter Sandman is a great song. Whenever they play that, I'm like, Great song. But what's the other song? I know they got deep cuts, but I'm not a deep cut guy unless I really love the band. So it seems like they have this dedicated following, but they have one great song. And I would say that the Red Hot Chili Peppers are the same way. I mean, everyone likes that Give It Away Now song. Everyone loves that song. But like, Scar Tissue?
1: Mm. Dude, we disagree. not for we, me. We may agree not on Metallica, but we, we definitely disagree on Red Hot Chili Peppers, man. But.
0: I like rap, so like I'm one of those Caucasians yeah. that like rap. So like I like some rock, but like I'm not I'm not listening to like full albums. Like I have a, a, an attention span of maybe 15 minutes for music that's not rap. I'm like, okay, yeah. that was fun. Let's go back to the <laughs> okay. Cleanse my palate. Let's go back to Lil Boosie yeah. for three days. Growing up, Sorry. I was
1: the same way. Only only rap and R&B. Uh, I, as I got older, I kind of expanded a little bit, but yeah, I no, know, I I'm like,
0: like I, you know, I like some Caucasian music too. The Caucasians do make some good music <laughs> at times. You know, I like some I've learned to like a little bit of dance music, yeah. you know? So here and there. And uh but no, I mean I just I have I basically I have 350 rap playlists on Spotify and one called not rap where I put all my favorite not rap songs in there and there's usually one or two a month. There's stuff in there. You gotta but check it's out just some blues, bro. I, I listen to a lot of blues? blues. Yeah. Oh, old school. That's cool. Yeah, all right. Yeah. I'm into That it. sounds fun My my dad's big into the blues. Um, so I hope sense. I answered your question. Lucky. Yeah. Uh, why sign Tajay Sharp? They signed Tajay Sharp.
1: Who did? Why did they not confident? I don't, I guess. I don't know. Let me look. <laughs> Tajay Sharp.
0: Oh man. Maybe that means Debo still hurt.
1: <sighs>
0: Maybe they want that. Uh, that. Afternoon. Oh yeah. They signed up to the practice squad. I mean, okay. I don't know. They probably needed a body. I don't even know who that guy is. They signed up to the, they signed to the practice squad. He used to be on the Titans. Let's see. Let's see. Tajay Sharp. Hold on. Tajay Sharp. He used to start. Where it seems like, I mean, if they were elevating Willie Sneed, they might mean another dude. Tajay Sharp, uh, <laughs> he went to UMass, you know, wide receiver factory. He's 28. Is he a burner or what? 27. No he like nah, he's a practice squad player. He's a street free agent. Nah, he's, he's 11.9 yards per reception for his career. He's uh he started seven games last year for Atlanta. But nah. I mean, yeah. if he has to play, he's he is Willie Sneed, essentially. 2.0. Special teams. Uh, Special teams. <laughs> Danny Gray, man. They don't like you, Danny. I don't know. Do something different. W Studio says Kyle's system is for Jimmy is f- uh perfect for trade. Not the garbage Kyle drew up on the plane. I don't understand his thought process. Make it make sense. I mean, it, it's so bizarre. It makes you wonder if he ever wanted Trey. It's so bizarre. So I'll give him the benefit of the doubt that he did and he just had a brain fart and thought that yeah. it was smart. Had a bad day. I'm going to say he had a bad day. Marquise Jones says, I'm building a channel and media company is uh, and media company and one day I'll be here with you, Grant. Hey, respect. Respect, Marquise. Good luck. Everyone find Marquise on YouTube and subscribe. Eddie Marcos says, uh, Trey Trey, his his a rebuild quarterback for a rebuild team. Yeah, but... I mean, what if he goes somewhere? It ends up being really good, and you end up—I don't know. That's a tough one. It, it, you maybe, maybe. I mean, the Warriors trade Wiseman, but there's a difference. The Warriors don't need that project. The the Niners do. They don't have the quarterback. They don't have their Steph Curry, who yeah. they, who, fin- who closes the game for you. They don't have the closer. They don't. That if they did, they have they'd be champions. Yeah, they're trying to find the closer.
1: That's the only the Steph Curry in the NFL is Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. Like. Yeah. Um, I want Trey
0: to be here in our future, but I do believe Kyle has to be gone to actually give Trey a chance as Marquise. I, I they do feel a little bit like oil and water in the sense that Kyle he might want to coach Trey, but how can he? He has so much pressure to win now from me and Jed. I don't know if Jed's actually putting pressure on him. It's just me. Yeah. Uh, one more. David says David Hasselhoff says Fields, Lance, Lawrence, Wilson, Mac, and Mac Weak Jones. I guess you're okay. All right, all right. Is we'll we'll get of some of more. We'll get the, some more questions. That's the order. Yeah. Good. Um, real quick, the next one was Jason Verrett. Uh, what do you expect? You think he's going to start in this game? And I'm hoping I, so, man. Yeah,
1: I'm hoping so. I mean, I know the real thing is to have a player like Verrett in the postseason, but you know, he's been slowly working his way back. He's been active for what, or he, he's been available for what, like three, four weeks now. Uh, mm-hmm. he's had the bye week. I think it's time to see what, what you have in varett and, and where he's at. Uh, if Verrett can be the same player he was a couple years ago. I mean, that would be great for the 49ers, and I'd love to see it. I'm rooting for him. Uh, and so I'm hoping that we do finally get a see Barrett uh, in action this week. I got a, an idea as
0: quality control. Yeah.
1: I don't think it's fair
0: for him. I mean, his whole history, he's gotten injured so many times. He's had so like multiple seasons where he had one game and out. One yeah. game injured, out for the year. So you got to be careful with him. And again, he didn't have training camp. What, you really going to— start him and play him 100% of the snaps and say, hey, go get him, buddy. Rotate I don't him. think that's fair. Rotate him. You're yeah. rotating right guards. Yeah. You rotate right guards. I mean, no one else does that, but you're like, you know what? It really makes the job easier for Burford and Brunskill. It, it, neither one has to work as hard. It's good for them. Genius. I yeah. love it. Do it at cornerback too.
1: Yeah, I think that's dead on. You, you want to work him in to make sure and he's healthy for the end of the season. So it's a way to like take it easy with Barrett. But also get him some reps. Start getting him some action. Yeah, I think give him five
0: reps, whatever, and then give him ten, and then I mean, it seems like if you can get him up to full speed by late December, you've done you've done it right. You've done it right. If you get him hurt in three games, you really messed up. Yeah, or
1: or maybe there's nothing you could do. But exercise caution here. Takes like that from you, Grant, really justify that three million dollar offer. I'm trying. Yeah.
0: No, I think nah, I-, I give them the benefit of the doubt that if they can figure it out at right guard, they'll figure it out at, at corner two. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the plan. Yeah, I think yeah. it might be. Yeah. I hope so. Uh, I hope so. Wilson couldn't throw a Hail Mary, Hail Mary 45 yards. No, and neither could Jimmy. Uh, Wilson played well for Miami. Now has got to face Wilson in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Not ideal. Josue Torres says, Grant, I'm in your Discord. Let's play Call of Duty with Kyler Murray. Man, yeah. I haven't played Call
1: of Duty since it was on PlayStation 2. I'm horrible. My kids try to play me at that, and I just I get murdered like twenty times. And I'm horrible at Call of Duty. I played a lot
0: of Halo Two in college, mm-hmm. and my I got decent at that game. But it I feel like at 34, my hand eye coordination would be shot, and I wouldn't be any good.
1: Maybe that's I'm what thinking. it is. I'm 43. Maybe that's what is what's going on. No, I,
0: I heard that like the like the best video game players in the world are all like 2021, 20, and once oh, they I hit 23, that. they're washed. That's what I heard. I believe. That's that. What I heard. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> It would be fun to like cover video game players for a living like this 23 year old is washed <laughs> he can't even hit the target anymore. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Marquise,
0: bust. Jones say, bust! Marquise Jones Marquise Jones <laughs> says Jimmy's definitely the same quarterback, but how how can you be mad? How can you be that bad with everything we have on offense? He I mean, wasn't that bad last week. So maybe he'll be super efficient. Maybe now that he has a check down option that's really good, he'll it'll it'll elevate his numbers. I mean, I don't know. Like Drew, he wants to be Drew Brees. He sees himself as Drew Brees. Yeah. Well, Drew Brees always had part of his success in New Orleans was the checkdown guy. It was originally Reggie Bush, then it was Darren Sproles, then it was Alvin Kamara. I mean, that was
1: always there. So, yeah. I think, I mean, the Forty Nine, I think the Forty Nineers know Jimmy is Jimmy, and even if they get really far with Jimmy this year, uh, I think they still know who he is, and he, he's probably more valuable to them as a trade asset if if they go really far than he is as a quarterback moving forward.
0: Gizmo says, I can't believe the Jets are better than the Niners. I can. <laughs> L- look, look, I, I can't tell you who a, who a good coach is going to be, like people I haven't met, but I knew Robert Sala. I yeah. knew him very well, and I had a very strong feeling that he was a legit leader and um, coach and teacher because to be a head coach you got to be all that legit you have to be a leader you have to be a legit teacher and i know that he is cuz i know him he he performed those functions f- for my career me and i don't even i don't play for him it was nothing in it for him i knew he was legit yeah. so the only question for me with him was who's your offensive coordinator you know who's your quarterback going to be and yeah. so far it seems like they're doing okay and he's doing great with his defense and it, so not surprised yeah. i mean i am a little surprised about Miami i didn't know that mike mcdaniel had this internet uh leadership quality but he clearly yeah. has a confidence that people feed off of
1: yeah i was i was a little curious about how mike mcdaniel would work out as a leader of men football players that are
0: he doesn't look like a coach Sala does
1: yeah yeah Yeah, but you know he's that brain man he's got he's smart he knows and he's good great with people you know he is
0: really great with people unlike some coaches i know Flave yeah. says, Kittle, Jennings, Mitchell, Wilson, Debo, only first-round talent on O is B.A., and now McCaffrey. People act like these guys were legit before Kyle. Without Kyle, you're talking about a bunch of fourth-round plus talent.
1: Hmm.
0: I don't think that – I think that Kittle and Debo were legit. Like, tr- I mean, the fact that Debo could take a screen on third and 20 and go 80 yards, I don't think that was nec- – if you go back and watch that play, it wasn't like Kyle found a new way to scheme up a screen to get space for De- – Debo was creating his own space for a solid year where you could just put him at running back. Nah, nah, now nah, maybe he helped develop Debo. Like I could, I, I could see, you know, I could see that, but it wasn't the scheme that made I Kittle think, great at 25.
1: Yeah. I think all those players are their They're talent. They're skilled players. They're, they're who they are because of who they are. I think the only one that you can really make a case for that was made by Kyle Shanahan would be Jimmy Garoppolo. Yeah. And maybe Jimmy made Kyle. That's That
0: could be like the uh, the usual suspects twist at the end where you just drop your, your mug. Oh, my God. It was Jimmy all along. Right. Don't bother me, says, does it feel Kyle is trying to become a pass-first offense. Last game, first play was a pass as well as Jimmy throwing 30-plus times a game. It kind of feels like he f- is feeling the pressure to get the ball to his playmakers. I mean – after that game against Kansas City, both Ayuk and George Kittle appeared to be pointing the finger at Kyle publicly. Like, hey, man, we got playmakers. We can't score. Get us the freaking ball when we need it. And all of a sudden, he's like, all right, Ayuk, you know, got you, got you. I I don't know. It is a little interesting because they win when they run the ball. And uh, if they try that against the Chargers, they just might give away a game they should win.
1: Well, I think, you know. Kyle's got to be smart. I mean, he's a smart guy. He's got to be smart enough to understand that you can't win in this league unless you can put up points quickly. And in order to do that, you have to have some kind of passing game. So maybe he's just waking up a little bit. Thoughts on the
0: rumor of us pursuing OBJ. I don't understand the sales pitch for Beckham. Hey, bud, do you want to have sign for the vet men and get like three targets a game off the bench? Maybe three. What do you say? Maybe I mean, maybe if that's the best offer he gets, but I would think there'd be a team that could give him more.
1: If, if the Niners start going on a roll and it looks like they may be favorites for like a Super Bowl appearance, I could see OBJ wanting to sign up for that just to get a ring. But other than that, yeah, you're right. He's not going to get a lot of targets on this team. And if 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 you know if they're not winning, he's not going to want to sign up for that. Lucky Luis says, Grant,
0: never listen to Nothing Else Matters by Metallica. That's a good I'm one. Heard of it. That's never a heard good it. one.
1: Yeah. I wasn't in a rock growing up, but that's a good song.
0: I guess there's like people consume music differently. Some people really get into like like the Beatles or Jay Z or Metallica, and it's kind of like it's not really you put it on a party. You put it on to like pay attention and take notes and be like, oh my god, you hear that little that little guitar riff right there? That was amazing. It's like yeah, okay. Like I like music too, but it's more like like you know something to throw on in my car is like the soundtrack to my day or like something we dance to like. It doesn't have to be that serious. So, like to me, Metallica is a very serious artiste yeah. band. Where like, man, if you don't know track seventeen on their fourth album, like it's like, yeah. okay, all right, man, you got me, you got me. I'm just gonna listen to freaking bad boy, like records, rap you know what I'm saying? Rap group. My favorite, favorite, my favorite rap. rap group.
1: Um, oh man, I don't know. I'm going with Outcast. Favorite rap. Group. Outcast. Outcast or Tribe call Quest. Maybe Wu Tang. But those are those are my three. Can I think about it and
0: give the answer at the yeah. end of the show? Because yeah, it's a really that. serious question. I can't just Outcast, throw one out.
1: my favorite.
0: I'm not going to go. I got to think about this. I'm going to think it's a good question, though. James J says, here's five bucks. Very appreciate that. Outcast is a good one. It's a strong one. Michael Carroll says, how much better can we make McDaniels Dolphins? Wouldn't that be funny if we see them at the end of the season? Yeah, I mean, is there anyone else we can give to that team? Who else do the Niners not want that they could take? Coaches, players. I'm amazed that everyone knows how Trey is going to develop without him playing a full season. Yeah, man. I mean, if you go back to last season and just pull up tweets of, of uh, people talking about Justin Fields this time last year. People were saying nice things.
1: Trey Lance is trending on on Sports Twitter right now, and he's not even he's not even playing. Right now.
0: Michael Carroll says if the Niners keep being the Niners and getting hurt per usual, OBJ might be clutch in the playoffs. Change my mind. Um. Yeah. Yeah, but dude, I mean, that's another guy who's been hurt a million times, getting older. What is what is Odell Beckham Jr. coming off the latest ACL at 30? Yeah, I, I don't
1: know. Odell's going to want to jump on a Super Bowl contender towards the end of the season, whoever that is. That's what he's going to try to do.
0: Um, Wu-Tang is for the babies. I love Wu-Tang. Um, Wave Boy says Ghetto Boys. That's a really good answer. I might go UGK. One of those two.
1: UGK's good. You
0: could, I mean... There's so many good ones, but I might go with one of those. All right. I got to be done in like five minutes, so let's go rapid fire. What happens at quarterback if the Niners win the Super Bowl next year, this year? Let me let me ask, ask the question again because I'm going to cut this up into a video. What happens at quarterback if the 49ers win the Super Bowl this year?
1: There. So my opinion is that makes Jimmy Garoppolo the most valuable asset that he's been over the last – his whole career. And – the 49ers know what they get from Jimmy Garoppolo. That's why they moved on from him in the first place. So I really believe because of the salary that we'll, he will need and the 49ers' situation with having to re-sign players and Trey Lance's affordability, I think even if Jimmy Garoppolo wins the Super Bowl, the 49ers will trade him. I know that's a rare thing that happens, but I think that's what happens. I think they know who Jimmy is. And it's, they're not going to win the Super Bowl because of Jimmy Garoppolo if they win it. They might win in spite of him or with him not
0: because I think he's a free agent I think this is really tricky yeah you're right you're right it's okay I think so this is tricky he also has a no trade clause so Mm -hmm. I think that's there there was I don't know what what they could do Uh, maybe he wanted to be on this team Um, you're right I don't know why I thought that it's okay it's It's all right but so let's let's stick with this because there is a possibility that they win the Super Bowl with Jimmy Garoppolo Mm -hmm. do you bring him back do you bring him back if you win the Super Bowl with Jimmy well it depends on how if all of a sudden he goes on this run the next three months where he does, you know, hit deep passes and yeah. protect the football and play well in the playoffs. And he's not just a passenger on this train, uh, this juggernaut, that he's actually like a reason they win some games that are important. Yeah. That changes everything. Yeah. That changes everything. Like, okay, no, he's not an MVP candidate, but for this team, it seems to work. So maybe. Now, I don't expect that to happen. Yeah, the Niners probably don't expect that to happen. But if it does, you have to at least open your mind to, you know, a diff, uh, being surprised
1: by things that happen in life.
0: I'd be so surprised if that happened, but it could.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know why I thought he was still signed the time. I remember. You're absolutely right. I should have. Uh, it's okay. But I don't think they are going to be re-signing uh, Jimmy Garoppolo either way. That's my opinion, unless he's the reason why they win the Super Bowl. So my opinion is the same. You know, they're not going to be able to trade him. He's not an asset, obviously, if he's not in contract. But I don't see them sp- spending that much money on Jimmy Garoppolo, the guy that they traded three la- three picks for to replace. They know who he is already, and I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl because of Jimmy Garoppolo. I'd be surprised.
0: No, uh, I mean, look, it could happen. I still feel like the way this season is shaping up, the way the schedule shaping up, like they could run the table. They could they could end up with thirteen wins, whatever, um, and still fall short. In the playoffs, yeah. because the teams they, they're going to be playing down the line are, are not the teams they're going to be facing in the playoffs. And um I don't know. They f- they failed that test when they faced the Chiefs. So I, I'm really skeptical of this team. They failed it. The ch- again, they had the chance in 2019. That team was stacked. They had DeForest Buckner, Emmanuel Sanders. That team was freaking stacked on offense and defense, and they lost by 11. They lost by eleven, and they keep trying to be like, "Well, you know, if Nick Bosa didn't get held, or it was really close, or it came down to this one play." Nah, you lost by eleven. You yeah. needed to change something. So that's why. I mean, we'll see. Maybe, maybe they'll, maybe they'll win this year. I just, you just if, lost if by you, how much? Twenty-one to, to the Kansas City. It's not getting better.
1: If you had to bet money on who would be the quarterback next year, who would it be? I think mine would be Trey Lance. I think he's going to be the quarterback no matter what happens this year. If I had to bet money, who would you? I think who'd... it's going
0: to be Tom Brady. I think it's going to be Tom Brady. Now, it's possible that Tom Brady retires, Um, although he doesn't have pressure anymore to retire. The person that was really pressuring him the most to step away from football, he just divorced or is in the process of. So maybe part of the reason he's getting divorced is that he doesn't necessarily want to stop his career at any arbitrary date. Mm -hmm. Possible. And so we know that Tampa wasn't his first choice when he left New England. It was reported that he was interested in the Niners. And the Niners were like, you came off a down year. You look washed. We have Jimmy. We just went to the Super Bowl. We're betting on Jimmy's future. It was a bad bet. So Jimmy's gone next year. Of course they want to go with Trey Lance, but we've pointed out how his timeline is way different than Kyle's. And if Kyle has the uh, the fortune, if he's fortunate enough to get a seventh year to prove that he can win a Super Bowl, then – um. He can't assume that he's going to get an eighth. Yeah. So that, again, puts Trey Lance in a tough spot. And if Tom Brady, at 46, says, I know I'm coming off a down year, but I want to play for you. Are you going to turn me down twice? I don't see how Jed and Denise and John and other John and Kyle can turn it down twice. Because I think they probably already feel really stupid for doing it once. They've handed a Super Bowl to Tampa that Tampa didn't need to have. Niners could have had that Super Bowl. So – I think if Tom says I want in, the Niners almost can't say no. And if Kyle pushes back, then Jed has to think. Well, I'm not going to go there. I'm just saying. I, I just feel like if, if if Tom wants in, it's 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 fait accompli. What about Aaron Rodgers? What if Aaron Rodgers wants? It's trickier because I don't know how that works. You know, can he become a free agent? Uh, is there anything you could trade for him? Would they want Trey Lance if you traded? They have Jordan Love. I don't know how you get Aaron Rodgers with Tom Brady free agent. It's simple, yeah. you know. he's said, "Hey, I'm a free agent. I want to go to the." Ra- it could be like I want to be on the west Coast, on the west coast, sort of close to my parents. Okay, well, Niners Raiders got Josh McDaniels. Feels- yeah, you got Josh McDaniels in Vegas, and you got. So I mean, who wants to make that? The Raiders look terrible. Yeah. So it the almost, Niners should have an inside like, track here. It almost feels like
1: Brady would be like Niners or nothing. Either I can play for the Niners or I'm done. You know, that it almost seems like that's where he would go with it. I don't know. It, I,
0: I, it just feels like I don't have any inside information on this. I don't. It right. just seems like, yeah. look, we know he wanted to come to the Niners a few years ago. We mm-hmm. know the Niners made a mistake, and they know they know it. Got to know they know it. So is Brady washed right now? Like, I don't think he is. We watched that game last night. Yeah. It's not pretty in Tampa, but with the game on the line, he moved him down the field, won the game. They don't block well. They lost Gronkowski. Uh, they lost Arians. I don't know. I just feel like he's not washed. And you put him on this team, he'd be way better than Jimmy Garoppolo and Trey Lance at first.
1: That means another year of, of waiting for Trey Lance to develop. You, you would be... Would you, you choose Tom Brady out of all the options? Jimmy Garoppolo, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Trey Lance? Who would you go If with? you...
0: Look. I felt... Trey should play over Jimmy because I always felt that Jimmy didn't give the Niners a legit chance to win a Super Bowl, which is why they made the trade to begin with. If you have a legit chance to win a Super Bowl, then don't just play a young guy for the sake of development. Yeah, like you, you bring in Tom Brady, and and like all of a sudden you have the number one also in a Super Bowl. Then go for it, man. Get that ring. Are you kidding me? Because I don't know that you can build dynasties in the NFL anymore. We come from the dynasty era. We come from the eighties and nineties pre-salary cap. If you had a good team, you could keep it together for a while. I don't know that you can do that anymore. The only team that's had sustained success in the dynasty in the salary cap era is New England, and the only reason they had sustained success is Tom Brady. So unless you can get Tom Brady. I don't know what the formula is to keep your team your your super bowl window open a long time look at the look at the rams right now yeah that could be the niners in two years so just get that ring now if you can and
1: yeah i think it's the greatest uh quarterback of all time time wants to come play for you even at 46 years old you just do it dude
0: if you say no to him twice yeah you deserve whatever curse comes down on you you know what i'm saying yeah. All right, we got to go quick. Flave says Mitchell Wilson, Kittle Jennings. There's a reason they were looked over in the draft by every other team. Who knows what they would be without Kyle Shanahan? Well, we're, we're starting to doubt. see what uh, Jeff Wilson is going to be.
1: Yeah. He looked great yesterday.
0: But yeah, he gets it. He gets him and his dad did this too with these late round picks, offensive linemen too. Um, true. Official BDM Music says Jeff Saturday named Colts interim head coach. They fired their coach. Tell no. me they didn't actually hire Jeff Saturday as an interim head coach.
1: Really? Man, a lot of stuff's going on while we're on this show here. <laughs>
0: Keneal Mason says, Watching Fields continue to grow gives me confidence in Trey. hopes uh, Hope this time for Trey will allow him to fully tighten up his mechanics, throwing off wrong finger due to broken finger last year. Yeah, and the and the uh, the stiff front leg. Freaking uh, Jalen Hurts had the same issue. Fixed it. Look at his completion percentage. Went from 52 to 61 to 68 now. That could be Trey. Josh White says, Sorry, Mr. I missed the cone phone. had an epic rant teed up about Kyle throwing Jeff Wilson under the bus rather than taking any responsibility. I can't believe he really... Essentially, threw Jeff Wilson under the bus. His his fumbles is the reason they lost those two games. Flavie says, on, I think if, while, while if Jimmy... Oh, go ahead.
1: Sorry, while we're on the show, you're right. They named Jeff Saturday interim head coach, and uh, Jay Glazer said he thinks the 49ers are going to be in a bidding war for Odell Beckham.
0: Wonderful. Flave says, I think if Jimmy wins the Super Bowl, he will probably take a huge discount to stay with us because of how much the fan base has appreciated him this whole time. Um, okay, let's see him win the Super Bowl first. Uh, Black Orchid772 says Tom would be a great mentor for Trey in my opinion Yeah, I mean you, it's freaking Tom Brady Yes yeah. Guys practice starts in an hour I gotta get the hell out of here Thank you for watching Great show Ryan Thanks man Make sure you follow Ryan on uh, Twitter Although I don't know how much longer that's gonna exist And
1: YouTube
0: <laughs> See you guys <laughs>